Welcome to the Kayak Bass Nation audio podcast. We go live every Monday night, talk all things kayak bass fishing across multiple platforms. But we don't get to talk directly to you folks, the audio podcast listeners. Uh, wherever you're listening to us from, whatever platform you use, we want to say we appreciate you guys downloading the show, listening to it while you're driving, working out, or whatever the case may be. If you have the time, take a second and leave us a review. Give us a follow, a subscribe, whatever your platform allows. And once again, thank you for spending a little time with us on the KBN Live replay. Right, what's up, everybody? Happy Monday night. Welcome to KBN Live. How you doing tonight, Ryan? I'm ready for the sun to go back down by 7.30. It just feels weird doing yeah. this in the daylight. It feels wrong, you know, like people yeah. are watching. I'm trying to block this sunlight with my curtains over here. It's messing up the lighting. It's, it's crazy. It's I don't like it. It's it's. I need. I need. I've got blackout curtains on one window. I need them on another one. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I've got them, but it's trying to push through. It's trying to push. I through may just like board it up. You know, like yeah. a hurricane's coming. Yeah, there you go. I like it. Well, man, welcome to KB Live, everybody. We got everybody jumping in the comments on YouTube and Facebook. If you guys saw in the top of the comments, we're doing a giveaway tonight. We're doing a dugout bait and tackle hat giveaway. Hey, much like the hat I'm wearing it. Just wearing it. He's Check got out those it on cool his head. Hats. Right meow. Right there. Very cool color selection. Whatever you want, we'll get it to you. So all you have to do to win, like we always do, like and share on Facebook, like and comment on the YouTube uh, feed. If you're on Twitch, say something, and we'll figure out how to enter you in the contest too. Um, but, yeah, appreciate where everybody's watching from. Let's see. We got uh, – so far, just Facebook and YouTube, Twitch. Oh, we gotta okay. okay. we'll get some Twitchers. We gotta get some Twitchers out there again. It's okay. It's okay. We're still trying to break through to the youth, the youths over there on, um, on Twitch. Oh, these are Richardson hats, by the way. These are yeah. not uh, little weird shaped tiny man hats uh, that you might have seen previously. <laughs> these yeah. are our robust Richardson blanks. So we'll do that tonight. And of course, we've got the Cayuga champ, the first time champ, which doesn't seem possible because he's been all crazy. over the leaderboard. Crazy. And I've been trying to keep up, like I, I, I try, I keep a pretty close little eye on Jax from, you know, from the shadows in case he gets in some unsavory situations and needs some help. Uh, but I was like, man, I think this, I think this is his first win because I was watching Kentucky Lake and I talked to Jim about it, and he's like, man, I feel bad because <laughs> Jax hadn't won one yet, and I'm watching Cayuga, and I text him like halfway through day two and i was like you got this this one's yours and i didn't know it at the time <laughs> but i hoped i was right and i saw edwin cullen and i was like oh god and i texted him after i was like did you call <laughs> he's like oh yeah oh yeah i called yeah that, that's awesome it's great to see and like i said it hardly makes sense because he's been all over the leaderboards all over the checks he's won some trophies but uh you know always the bridesmaid until this time so awesome oh, yeah awesome to see him break through between the Orr family and the minor family it's like like they're the mafia of kayak fishing. They're just running yeah. everything. It's insane. Yep. All them youngins out there. Yeah. Crazy stuff. Crazy stuff. Um, not much going on throughout the last week besides this Cayuga event, which showed out. We can get we'll get into that with Jackson and, and the big numbers up there and the, the insane totals it took just to get in respectable finish range. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it was wild. We'll get into that. Um, but there's a, tonight's a special night, Ryan. I mentioned this to you. Yeah, I mentioned it to you before we went live. Uh, for everyone watching tonight is episode 200, 200 of the KBN podcast. You bet 200 
for those that have been here since the beginning, the first year or so, we weren't necessarily always consistent. We'd do four weeks in a row and take a few weeks off. And, you know, my internet may or may not have worked during those times. And there's no telling what was said. Yeah. Yeah. So we came through those times, those dark times to where we are today with uh, lighting and cameras and logos. Action. Action, all, all kinds of crazy stuff. So here we are today. In honor of that, not only... If I actually brought a beer to crack Ryan, I got these beers oh for my, my gosh. for my birthday. That's beautiful. Dead, what is dead that? guy? Dead guy ale. Never okay. had it. Haven't even opened one until just now. Candles cool. so too. Yeah, we'll see if it's any good. But I've got a video that I've put together. It's about a five minute little little deal. Okay. You know how I do with the clips from the beginning. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, from the beginning until now. Some of the funny stuff. Just showing some of the old video. Now there's way too much to include everybody we've ever had on here into a five minute you know montage but with that said here we go man let's let's, let's play it i've not seen this by the way so don't yeah, don't yeah. uh don't put this on me are we not hearing any sound anybody i know i'm not i love the photos i don't There's know supposed to the, be sound with this if i, if I don't I know if the viewers up. are are seeing it but i, I that if not we're gonna clip this because no that's sound. gonna go <laughs> that's no gonna sound. go in no that's way that's gonna go in our next highlight reel <laughs> For our no sound. That's brutal. That's absolutely brutal. That's terrible. There's supposed to be sound. I'm hearing sound the whole time. Uh, that is hilarious. I'm hearing sound well, the whole time. So we'll put that. We'll put that in the clip. We, uh, we made it. Yeah. I don't know why there's no sound, right? That was so. It. Jeff was playing a joke on you. <laughs> yeah. And you all fell for it. So thank yeah, you. I'm just absolutely <laughs> devastated. Jason said you could only hear it on Twitch. <laughs> No, so can you hear it on Twitch? Please tell me that's true. I think true, that's Jason. a joke. I think it's Damn a joke. it. Damn it. Well, it's an hilarious deal. What I'll do, Ryan, right. here's, here's, here's what I'll do. Okay. All right. I will take this and just upload it to the group page directly. Let's do that. Let's can do look that. at so it and laugh. You guys know what's going to happen visually, but you don't know what the audio is going to be. So that was yeah. a good a good spoiler. We're going to yeah. bring Jackson on. Before we do, I made a post on the group page earlier today. Uh, our, our good friend Jeremy Hughes, who I'm sure is probably in this montage because that is one of the funniest episodes. Yes. I think He's absolutely in there. He's um, absolutely in there. He's got a brand new, brand new grandbaby, uh, born early and and currently in the NICU. Um, they have a GoFundMe set up and also direct donation links uh, posted as well. This is just to be able to help the family stay close by to the hospital. They live over an hour away and they're having to drive back and forth right now while they're waiting on a room at the Ronald McDonald House. So, please open your hearts, open your wallets, and donate. Thank you. There you go. Um... Before we get Jackson here, I did one of the one thing I did get in the mail this week that I wanted to talk about was Bassmaster came up with their 100 best lakes, mm -hmm. and it doesn't always line up with what where we go in the kayak. So have you seen this? Have you looked at this and seen what was number one? Uh, no, I mean I I got it out of my mailbox today. I'll say that. Yes. Yeah, so so OHIV. I saw it on their I uh, yeah I saw it on their IG. Yep. So OHIV was up there, Clear Lake, um, some of the some of the regulars, but it got me to thinking. If we were doing a magazine like this, an article, kayak bass lakes, the best lakes in general to go kayak bass fishing for a trophy fish. And you don't see OHIV show up with the kayakers as much. Where would it be? Would it be Possum Kingdom? With the two I, have, I would have to think. I would have to think. Go ahead and bring Jackson. I want to talk to Jackson about all right. this. He's he's all fished right. all over the place. So I think I think having the young man weigh in. Will Jackson, what's up, my man? What up? Thanks for having me on. How did you First like of that all, congrats. Video? Second uh, of all, it. jump in here. <laughs> Appreciate it. 
Um, what do you think? What do you think? Uh, do you think PK? W- I think PK would probably be top five. It's had two absolute show out performances, both tournaments that have been there. Yeah, I've I've never been there, but I mean, just from following along the leaderboards and stuff, I mean, it looks super consistent on big fish wise. I mean, tons of fish over twenty inches, over twenty three inches. I mean, so I, I'd say that definitely had to be up there. I would think Caddo in my in my mind, mm-hmm. I would think Caddo would have to be up there because I mean yeah. it's had what four or five big tournaments now and it just continues to show out. So I think it would need to be up there. Maybe Toledo Bend? Maybe. Yeah, Toledo got sixth on their list, like Murray got on there, which is popular in the kayak schedules. Um, dude, I want to do a kayak tournament on Felsmere. Yeah. Shotgun launch that baby and let's go <laughs> yeah. piss all the boats off. Like Felsmere's awesome. a hammer lake and it was on the list as well. Uh, I think it would be a lot of fun out there uh, in a kayak derb. Yeah. You ever think we'll go south, like far, far south? Because Okeechobee made the top ten. Would they, I don't would think people I travel that, that far? far. No, I'm just I don't kidding. Think people would show. Uh, <laughs> I'd like to see one on Okeechobee, especially after this past spring. What was it like? Twenty dudes with thirty bags? <laughs> like that was. Yeah. That that's was pretty. Crazy. That's pretty hefty. It looks like a great time. Yeah. yeah. Well, Lake speaking of long drives, yeah. Speaking of long drives, Jackson. Just uh, got back from New York. Are you back? I guess you're back. You're back. Yeah, you're got, back? we got back this afternoon. My dad and I traveled together for this one. We stayed last night and drove home around like 9 a.m., got back around 4. Did you even let Jim fish this tournament, or were you like, all right, man, listen? <laughs> he, he, was, he was fishing by me. <laughs> listen, I, Dad, that last one was a little rough. I'm going to need you to you stay in the truck on this yeah, one, okay? No, he, he was fishing by me, but that's awesome i bet he was all <laughs> all balled up on that one man that's awesome yeah no it was a pretty cool moment it's taken me a long time but finally did it <laughs> you feel you feel like a big sigh of relief yeah big time i mean that, that's been a goal and dream of mine for i don't know how many years and i've gotten close um but finally worked out it's funny because I think we see, you know, some of the people that, that win, especially in the Hobie series. I feel like, I mean, you know, Bassmaster has obviously made a huge, you know, huge comeback this year. Yeah. But that Hobie series with, you know, the, the level of competition, how many anglers that are fishing it, I think it is, it's just so hard to win. And you see people winning multiple events and you're like, oh, you know, that's <laughs> that's easy. And But, you know, so many things could could change your your entire day and you know you saw it in this event how close you and ewing were i mean all it takes is one slip up even mismeasuring a fish could cost you winning, right. winning the tournament it's nuts yeah i know it's i mean it feels like uh i don't know the four years that i've been doing this or five years i've been doing that this at least like the numbers like as far as like inches go they keep getting higher and higher like people continue to get better and better and the competition is just like i mean it's pretty crazy i mean when you look at it from that point especially i mean we're seeing new talent come in obviously the minor brothers have freaking wrecked shop on the on the kayak side of things it's just it's crazy to see guys that are kind of you know especially nolan known in the in the big boat world you know, make that transition over and be so successful with it so early on. I think it's like there wasn't really a learning curve that, that came along with it. Yeah, no, for sure. So, so I'm sitting here looking at day one, Jackson. 
you had a really good day on day one of, of the Cuyahoga tournament. But I, I guess before we get into day one, how long were you and your dad there and how did practice go? Um, yeah, so you know, we got there um, Tuesday night and slept at a boat ramp. Then I went out Wednesday. My dad actually slept in the truck uh, in the morning, but I went out looking for smallmouth. And I found some, but it wasn't like what I thought it would be. And just from like seeing the water temp and everything, I knew it was going to be a little tough to find a bunch of them on bed. Um, I caught two smallmouth and they weren't big, uh, marked a couple. And I mean, I just told myself I was going to go for largemouth the rest of the tournament because I mean, I knew I was in a good area where the smallmouth should be. And so found a bunch of largemouth. And, what what were the largemouth? Were they spawning? Is that I mean, we saw a lot of pictures of some freaking thick, thick largemouth. So I, I assume they were spawning. Or yeah, there um, there were a bunch of them spawning. Uh, there were a lot that were pre-spawn, and then there were also some that were post-spawn. So they were just like all different stages. Um, I was catching the ones that were mainly pre-spawn. Yeah, and then I caught a few spawners, but most of my fish like out of my limit came pre-spawn what was the water temps up there uh the water temp uh up north that's where i was was it ranged from 70 to 70 it got 75 degrees on sunday afternoon about right on time then yep bob bailey spawning in june yeah bob they're up there by canada too man it's further north than you i think up there yeah it's crazy. I mean, that, that fishery was absolutely incredible. I mean, the amount of fish there, like, I mean, I'm sure the smallmouth, like if we were there a few weeks, a few weeks ago, like it would have been insane, but the largemouth were just crazy. They were everywhere. Was it MLF that was up there? Yeah. Just uh-huh. prior. Yeah. And they, they whacked on, on smallmouth pretty good, right? Yeah. Adrian had like 29 pounds both days. That's why I expected a lot more brown fish. And I, you know, watching people through pre fishing the stuff they're posting, I'm like, they're posting giant largemouth. There's not really, I know Nolan threw up a couple, you know, regular sized smallmouth. I was like, man, these are not the, (laughs) you know, like seven pound footballs I was expecting to see get thrown up. The weather didn't really help either, though, because like the people that were sight fishing in practice, like I know um, Christine and Guillermo, they were catching them like really good sight fishing you just couldn't see them because it was so cloudy and it was windy uh where it made it like so difficult and those fish like you apparently had to like really work to catch them it looked like from steve fields like the aerial photos that he posted it was a ton of grass like a lot of grass Mm. i was very surprised about that it was like everywhere you went there was grass but uh they they use like pellets and kill all the grass. And I mean, like almost all of it was dead. That's wild. Were the fish, I mean, were the fish still relating to the dead grass? Yeah. The fish were relating. I, I found them relating to the dead grass, like the big clumps of it. Um, but they were relating to this. I don't, it's not really grass. No one was kind of explaining it to everyone, but it's like, kind of like, like a plant almost it's is it was green so they were almost relating to that too yeah that's awesome well yeah let's jump into your day one man you're sitting in eighth place after day one you caught it looked like you called seven times you probably caught more than way more than the 12 fish that you put on there 
Um, 81 limits caught. So obviously everybody was catching them. Uh, take us to your day one and then tell us how you're feeling about it after, after the fact. Yeah. So I was, um, I was honestly pretty nervous going into day one, not for me, like catching fish, but the ramp I was at, like, it was insane how many people were there. Uh, there was, I guarantee there's probably 20 to 30 kayak anglers there and it was just kind of a smaller area so i didn't know how it was gonna fish but uh day one i started off catching i was throwing a four inch shanko and i uh, just whack just whack <laughs> okay, here and um <laughs> just, hold on hold on i uh i caught like i don't know 16 17 and 17 inches and then i put on a five inch five inch <laughs> <laughs> started power catching, with the power move yeah started catching like um 18 oh, 18 and a quarters gosh and then uh it was like lines out was <laughs> buddy you're so predictable i knew i knew you were gonna say like you're you think the story's gonna go to like yeah i switched to a big bait the five inch cinco <laughs> well that was that was around like 11 o'clock and then well, like 12 30 to one o'clock i put on a six inch sink oh yeah <laughs> and and my second cast with it i caught an 18 three quarter which put me up to whatever i had on day day one and why do you have four inch cinco's because they what? work <laughs> they catch fish and i was i was sight fishing them in practice and it was just, i was putting a nail weight in them but <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, yeah, don't, but yeah, then don't, I don't make it harder than it has to be. Right, Jackson. Yeah. It doesn't have to be that hard. You but. see, I mean, we've watched this for years. Like you'll talk to Jack, like after he smashed over, like we were at you follow. Right. And you caught like that 23 or 24, so, you know, just some monster. Yeah. And it's like, man, you know what? Why'd you catch that? Cause people are catching them on like glide baits and treetops yeah. and stuff. <laughs> Jack was like, well, just dead sticking a Cinco out there. Like, oh, yeah. Heck yeah, man. Good thinking. Uh <laughs> yeah, it doesn't have to be complicated. Oh, boy. All but, right. Yeah, so that was 1230. I caught my biggest fish on a six-inch Cinco, and then I was done. because I, I, I had like 92-some. I knew I was going to be in top 10. I wanted to save some fish, even though other people were kind of going around and fishing catching them a little bit so i went on a run and kind of pra practiced for day two but i didn't find anything i really liked but i'm glad i did it because i probably would have done it again on day two um but and then i got out of glide bait actually and threw it around i had one big one follow it was probably like 19 or 20 and then started throwing a speed worm around and caught a bunch of 17s but nothing after that um did so you have any eight inch cinco's or do you just you stop at I six? that's as big as you're going let's not I get crazy have eight inch do you have to switch rods if you throw a bigger cinco oh that that was one of the reasons that was why i threw because i was getting so tired of uh you know because the grass was almost i don't know what kind of grass it was like almost it looked like wires and they were they were it was like kind of sharp against like your line so the fish would dig down in it and fray your line or break off sometimes. So I want to throw something heavier to where I can 
get them out of there real quick. So I put the six inch Senko on a bait caster and it was, I could ah. swing on them a little bit. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Were you Yankee wacky grass. rigging it or Texas? Texas I was, wa- I was wacky rigging it. Like Were Nico? You, you said nail weight? Like Nico? Nico rigging? Um, I was with my four inch Senko just cause I was kind of targeting specific areas and i wanted to, to get down there quick because i mean the fish were moving pretty fast uh but other than that i was not throwing nico i like good i don't like it but i'll accept it <laughs> yeah it's crazy it's better than I, I, if you were picking stuff. things that it, like if if somebody made a top five list of baits that they thought would win cayuga yeah i don't know that i I would have bet on a Cinco. I don't think I would have. I, I I pictured the lake like a glacial lake, real rocky, and you know I figured maybe crankbaits, jigs, obviously a Ned rig, but I, yeah. I, I didn't picture a little Cinco in grass. I think almost everyone in the top five caught their fish on a Cinco. Really? I'm That's almost insane. positive. Yeah. Um, it was like the lake's really not. I mean, it's rocky, but it's more grass dominant. I feel like I did. I didn't realize that before I went there. I was so surprised. Like there's grass everywhere, north, south. It didn't. It didn't matter. I swear, I've heard other podcasts, you know, on the bass boat side of things, where people say it's very hard to win on largemouth on Cayuga. Yeah, so, I just think it was a time of the time of the year thing. Like the smallmouth were just moving out, so it made them a little more finicky. And the largemouth, I mean, it was just prime time. I mean, it was their time to shine, I guess. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, we got some questions piling up. We'll get to those after we get through uh, both days talking to Jackson here. We got some people asking about type of Cinco. Did you try different baits? We'll, we'll get to those questions here in a little bit. So, so after day one, man, you're sitting in eighth place. Obviously, you're staring up at both the Minor Brothers. You got Steven Sisto, Dusty Yacker, a couple other other hammers up there above you. Uh, but it was tight. I mean, you're only two inches back, even though you were in eighth place or three inches back. Uh, so did you feel pretty confident with what you had going that you could make a run at them on day two? Yeah. I mean, I felt confident, but I also like a part of me was like really worried about how many people fish that area. It was, I mean, it was a, I don't know. I'd say like a three quarter of a mile stretch that I was fishing, but there were like specific areas where the fish were, you know, really relating to. So that was the only part of me that was iffy, but I knew there was going to be fish there. New ones probably would have moved into. It was just that time of the year. Um, but there were even more people there on day two. It was ridiculous. It's crazy. I feel like this is a shot across <laughs> Jim, the bow. That's what, I know. That's what I just read. I was like, <laughs> dang, that's low, man. A skinny dang. face. Who's that a shot at, Jackson or Dylan or both? Jax is a, a published model. You can't be com- yeah. comparing him to Dill. I'm saying a skinny face Dill. <laughs> Jax out there on iCast releases and stuff, man. Um, Dill's out there with no life jacket on and Douglas commercials. You can't, <laughs> you can't compare the two? Come on. I just read that as him calling Dylan fat face. That's all I caught. Well, <laughs> he's got a blockhead on him. He gets it from his daddy now. David David got a real square head on his shoulders. <laughs> square head. Wow. All right. Appreciate that, Josh. <laughs> anyway, we're going to get back to fishing now. So <laughs> so day one, you didn't want to burn all your stuff up. Moving into day two, you were concerned with folks, but you knew you knew where those fish were going to be pulling up on. So what, what happened? How'd your morning start? Yeah, I started um, day two. I started a little shallower and closer to the bank. I was in like six to eight feet of water. 
and I had this small area that I got bit on quite a bit on day one and like obviously marked it and everything and started there and I didn't really catch anything early in the morning uh, like I did the day before. It took me like an hour to get my first bite and that was a 19 and a quarter. And then after that, I caught like a 13 or 14 or something, but I didn't even, I didn't measure it because um, I didn't figure <laughs> I would need it or anything. So I threw it back um, without measuring it. And it was like another hour went by and I was like, shoot, I probably should have measured that fish. <laughs> and, and then um, I caught my 20 and a quarter. And once I got that in the boat, I knew like something could happen today and started to catch some more 19s. And then I had like an 18 and a quarter in my limit for, I don't know, I think three or four hours. And that was, I was leading at the time and then Ewing cold up and was beating me by like an inch or something, maybe a little less. And I was like, started to kind of panic then, if that makes sense. I like, cause the wind, like the conditions completely changed on day two, like midday, like, it was cloudy in the morning, like a little windy, and that was like what I wanted. And that's what I caught him like during practice and on day one. And the sun came out and the wind died. And I was started to look for bedfish for a while, but I didn't find any that would have helped me, I guess, a lot to take first place again. So I did that for an hour and a half. And then on my way back from bed fishing, I made a couple casts and caught that 19 at like 12.45 to 1 o'clock. And I figured, I figured that might have done it. So it was pretty – and then I lost one that was like 19-something after that. It jumped off. We got uh, a couple couple questions for you here, Jax. On, on this, yeah. this 20 and a quarter, did you leave the pack of Senkos in there? Is this kind of a subtle flex? <laughs> to show them no. what's up? Take that. Take that. I, I, I tried to take my pictures really quick because those fish, I mean, they were super healthy and, like, were flopping all over the place. I didn't even realize. I mean, it doesn't matter to me. Are you but... wearing basketball shoes or are those water shoes? Those are Ultra Beasts. Okay. And socks, too. I like that. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jackson, he's just he's fully dressed out there, man. Yeah. My man just had to go to a <laughs> meeting look, afterwards. Yeah, in case he needed to run some track. He did seven hurdles in the parking lot and unloaded yeah. his boat. My, yeah. my second question about this picture, Jackson, is is uh, I saw Steve commented about your board, and I know Ryan has mentored you some. Is that why your board is so dirty? Hey, um, it's, <laughs> ain't no reason to wash that mojo off, baby. <laughs> yeah, you can't wash it off, especially this year. But, um... AJ gets on on me for that every time. So yeah, I'm used to. I'm, get, I'm getting a catch X. I think. You know what I did? Good. I never washed my old board. I just got a new board. Yeah, <laughs> I was I like, I ain't wa- I'm still not gonna wash it in case I need it one day, which I obviously have the past few yeah. times. But no, I mean you can still you can still see everything. You just gotta zoom in a little bit. Also. Well, when you get it wet too, <laughs> when you get in, it well, when you get it wet, it looks it yeah. looks bad dry. But when you get it wet, you yeah, yeah, no, I agree with that. What was that? I forget which tournament it was, but Ryan took somebody's bush light and poured it all over his board to clean it. Uh, that was, uh, <laughs> that was, that was uh, where was that? Rayburn? Yeah, maybe, it was Rayburn. Maybe when we took fished it of... flooded. Yeah. Alcohol does That was in the parking lot. <laughs> That's it's okay. At least it wasn't a Bud Light, you know? Yeah. <laughs> all right, wow. I'm done. Wow. <laughs> 
Oh boy. Oh boy. Okay. Bob, Bob Baylor said that the orange catch boards are the devil's work. Why don't people like the wow. orange boards? I always had an orange board. I had one just like yours, Jackson. Yeah, I, I oh, like yeah. the orange board. I had a yeah. blue. I think the blue one's easy to. I think it's the easiest to see. To be honest with you, the blue one. The green ones never made a ton of sense. The black ones made extra zero sense. I don't know. <laughs> that just seems like trouble waiting to happen. Uh, but I switched to the red this year, and the red. I think the red's fine too. Like that yeah. anodized deal. Did you go to centimeters, right, or millimeters? I did. No, I I went to millimeters. I'm really dialing my game in here. But also, I, I'll cut my cinco's down uh, too, a couple couple millimeters, yeah. uh, just for a different look, you know. Yeah. Josh Evans likes the black ones. It's all right, Josh. Whatever, Josh. Yeah, he's like just like them Jackson kayaks. He like to be different. I know. Murdered out. That's, that's old Josh. You yeah. can't you can't get past that. Yeah, amen, Creek Crawler. You said we need a yellow metal catch. That's what I'm talking about. Get us a yellow, yeah. just like the carbonate. I love the carbonate for that reason. I don't know. I, I like the carbonate, period. Why are we not yeah. doing that more? Yeah, it doesn't flex or anything. It's fine. We can use the carbonate. All right. Yeah. Fair. Start a we'll petition right here. Let's start a petition. Yep. We'll, start, <laughs> we'll start that up. What uh, What's next, Jax? You think, uh, you know, are you going to turn around and win another Hobie here in the next month or two? Or... Or do you think you're going to knock Ewing off for AOI at the Tournament of Champions? Um, it's going to be, I mean, obviously it's going to be hard to knock Ewing off before the TOC. But, I mean, I think I can, the way this year's been going, I think I can do well on the New River. I mean, I've, I mean, not to sound cocky or anything, but I've never, like, not, not cash attack on a river. So okay. I'm I'm really excited for that one, and I don't I don't know if I'm going to lacrosse just because school starts like the week before I believe. So. so you're still doing the school thing, I guess. I am still doing the school thing. <laughs> you hadn't hadn't quit since you won. That's no, good, I guess. Nope, haven't quit. I got one more year. What's oh, your major, man. Jackson? I don't know if we've ever asked you that. Uh, business, business and marketing. Okay, marketing. Yep. Perfect for a fisherman. There you yep. go. So it's yep. just kind of a broad degree. You can do kind of whatever with it. <laughs> get a, you can get a job somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. No, it'll be all good. We need help with marketing. We'll hire you. We can pay you in dugout, <laughs> dugout hats and Z-Man stuff. How about, no, how about that? Yeah. Uh, so, Jackson, tell us about this, man, because obviously you, you caught uh, Ewing, ended up pulling off the win over him, but what did it mean to finally break through and get that first BOSW? It was, I mean, honestly, I didn't think I was going to win even after I knew that I'd beat you because I talked to him after the tournament. And because the leaderboard was just so close. And obviously we had that like hour and a half to two hours after before the awards. And like my anxiety gets really bad sometimes. <laughs> and I was like freaking out like because I, I knew I was like had a chance at it. But like to actually like get handed the check and be up there with you and was, I mean, it was a moment I'll remember forever. I mean, it, I didn't believe that it was real. <laughs> yeah. For those that don't know, uh, Jackson Ewing are, are also college teammates and, and very good friends. Uh, so to, that was probably special as well to, get, to pull it off with him. Top two up there. I mean, you've already done the same thing. You and your dad yeah. up there on stage together. So. Yeah. Just having all these all these moments this year. Yeah, it was cool to do it back to back, and it was also cool to do like three, two, one, like Seminole, Kentucky Lake, and then Cayuga. It was super cool. I think. I mean, obviously, all that's a great story. I think the biggest story here, though, is 
a lot of people might not remember or have paid attention. You didn't really get to fish out of a kayak much at all last year. So this is like comeback season. Like you yeah. have been saving up like all this, all this energy, all this mojo to dump it out on us this year. And uh, it looks like it's all coming together pretty well. Yeah, no, it's been pretty crazy. Yeah. Like you said, I mean, last year, I think it was like six or seven months. I didn't really, or, you know, space in between that. I didn't really kayak fish or do tournaments that much. And then this year I've kind of just been going nonstop. And, I mean, I didn't realize how much I actually missed it. And, and it's been a really good year, big time year. Now you know, that we, you've got some time behind the wheel of the bass boat, which do you prefer more? Tell the truth. Um, I think, I think when I go out there by myself, I, I think I'd say bass boat. I honestly like fishing. I, I liked fishing out of my boat, like by myself. It was just nice to be able to relax and everything. I mean, you can do the same thing in kayak. But as far as tournaments go and like competing and being with people, I mean, I'd say kayak hands down and just from like knowing everyone in the kayak community. And it's just, I mean, they're some of my best friends, you know, and it's a lot different atmosphere than being at a boat tournament. Yeah, We asked, we asked Edwin that before Ewing for those who don't know, we've asked Ewing that before on here. Like what's the difference coming from, fishing at any you on your boat tournaments whether it's in college or anywhere else and then fishing the kayak tournaments how do how do you approach it differently he he explained how it just kind of sets up more natural for him how he grew up creek fishing fishing out of small kayaks things like that uh why does it feel so comfortable for you as compared uh to the bass boat yeah for me i mean in college and you know any other tournament really you have a partner and I mean, don't get me wrong. I love fishing with people. Um, obviously, I learn a ton from fishing with people, but I also really like fishing by myself and being able to call all the decisions and like, you know, just be able to have, it's more peaceful, I guess. And I don't have to worry about uh, someone else in the boat with me. And if I'm doing something wrong and like in the kayak, I could, I'm just by myself and I just feel like I'm a lot more confident that way and I catch a lot more fish that way and succeed more. I like it. The, uh, we've got a bunch of comments here. Let me get some of these questions real quick. I'm watching Somebody, you star these and just kind of grinning inside waiting on them. <laughs> I don't know what this one means. What does this one mean, Ryan? Is, is it Jackson <laughs> kayak that's cushion? That's what I was laughing about. Do people think oh, you're, you're incognito, the kayak cushion guy, like you own kayak Listen, cushion? guys, <laughs> if you've been buying kayak cushions because you think it's jackson you're wrong it's yeah brandon it's Elrod. not me it's brandon <laughs> are you the secret like uh silent angel investor for kayak cushion is that you what's our <laughs> what's the little meme like where it's the dude peeling the mask off like it's not jackson that's it's Elrod. elrod's the front man and jackson's the behind the scenes guy that's what it is i knew it he's been sewing those in his garage this whole time yeah <laughs> Uh, we'll go over to Facebook now. Bob Baylor, were you using real Senkos or Yum Dingers or Bass Pro Specials? We know now because we know we saw the picture. Strategically yeah, placed the packages for Yamamoto's just because they um, sunk a lot faster than Yum Yum Dingers or um, the Bass Pro ones. Have you used if they're the, eating uh, a pile of them? I'll use Yum Ding, like something you can buy cheap in bulk. If <laughs> If, yeah. if it's just like a big fish bite, I, I think everybody prefers the Yamamoto Senkos. Yeah. I've been did, using the Bass Pro ones a lot. Yeah, I use those all the time. Yeah. Did, did you happen to use the Yamamoto little uh, 
baby pacifier looking thing the nuki thing. oh um no i i did not i actually those are only have... for bed fishing i think i see I so many people sharing those the pro staff guys yeah. i'm like what in the hell so, guillermo actually gave me a pack two days ago i didn't use them or anything or uh but i did i when i got home uh today i went to my pond and started using them and i mean it was like I mean, obviously it's a pond, but it was like ridiculous. Like, <laughs> snag, <laughs> it was like, like fishing out there. They're, bro. Like, they're like, what's this? <laughs> I know. I feel like that's what they think. They're like, meh, yeah. all right. <laughs> yeah. It's probably, probably snagged to a dozen or so, didn't he, right? <laughs> uh, let's see here. Also from YouTube, the Creek Crawler. What's up, Jackson? Did you try any drop shot? Um, I did not try a drop shot. I was going to put one on if I found a bed fish that, you know, I wanted to catch and I knew that would help me, but I did not throw a drop shot. The grass was just honestly way too long. Uh, and there, I mean, there are a few like areas where it was hard bottom, like in little hole, holes and stuff, but it's just, I don't know. I'd rather throw a Senko than anything. Uh, this is a comment about you and your dad, uh, Joe Mack on YouTube. He said, how's the trash talk between you guys? Is there any, or is it all encouragement between you and you and your dad? Um, there's really no trash talk at all. Like honest on everything between me and my dad. I mean, we help each other out as much as we can. I mean, that's how Kentucky Lake went. He only got to practice Friday. I did not practice Friday because I already knew what I was doing. So I kind of sent him to an area and I mean, we just try to help each other like that. It's kind of too nice too nice to each other <laughs> <laughs> like when they're holding the flashlight he's like hey son can you point it down here a little bit more <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not like the normal the normal yeah. father son yeah. uh yeah my battering. son would have been, my son would have been giving it to me but we'd still he'd have been supportive at the same time we'd, we'd, yeah. we'd have been no it was job. i mean the way kentucky lake went uh i don't know if he might have said it on the interview when uh he was on but he caught the same fish twice and the same day. Yeah, we covered well, that. The last, <laughs> the last hour of the tournament, I lost one that was, it was a small mouth. It was like 19 or 20 inches probably. And that would have done it too. But I mean, it was just meant to happen that way. It all worked out, didn't it? Yeah, it all worked out. Had to drive a little further for this one, but you still got it. Yep, still got it. It was awesome. I'm glad I went to this one. See your your hoodie there, Jackson. You got that St. Croix shirt on. Tell us a little bit about your your setups, what you were using. Yeah, so um, as far as my wacky rig, like when I was selling the four and five inch, I was using a six eight uh, medium uh, victory series spinning rod, and then uh, for my six inch Senko, I went with the seven one medium heavy victory series rod um, by St. Croix and. I had I was using twelve pound uh, cigar and Bizx for that one. Uh, I can I mean I can that line's so strong to where you can actually like swing on them even in grass a little bit. And then I was using I got made fun of a little bit by Ewing for this one, but I was using uh, eight pound Tasi uh, as my leader line when I was what selling. Was he my using point. four pound like Ewing? Yeah, like, I think he was using something ignorant. He was using twelve or fifteen. I mean that grass was I'm pretty shocked. thick. I'm shocked. Yeah. 
he was drop shot. I can't remember where he was. He was sending us snaps of like him drop shot with like four pound test the yeah. other day. I'm like, how? Why? What's happening right now? Yeah, he's crazy like that, but freaking catches him everywhere. <laughs> I know. Every, everywhere. It doesn't matter. I'm glad you won because I didn't want to have to have him on again. Okay. Let's so <laughs> keep cycling through this if you don't mind. Yeah. Uh, we know we need no one, I guess, to cycle back in or something. We can't have Edwin on you. Um, yeah. Let's see here. Here's a great Wait, question. What kind, of, what kind of reels do you throw? I want to get to this while we're talking about the setup still. What kind of reels do you throw on your rods? Yeah, I mean, honestly, uh, I kind of, when I started fishing and pond fishing, I threw lose and I used like the lose combos and everything. So I always like use lose reels. So all my reels, like when I, bought my reels a long time ago uh are all lose and i really haven't bought too many reels since then because i mean they haven't i mean there's a few that are going um but i've, I've used them a ton but i'll use uh, like lose the tournaments i still have a bunch of the tournament mbs and then uh for my spinning reels i really like uh Daiwa tatula um and then uh, i use some shimanos for spinning too so good stuff are you uh dialed into to like fixing them and cleaning them yourself and all that are you sending them out uh kind of sometimes like at the beginning of the year i guess before my tournament season starts but i don't do all of them spray them off with some fresh water hit them with a little wd-40 yeah dip them dip them in the lake and rock and roll you yeah i've taken a few apart but it's not like i do it all the time i've taken a few apart i have not put a few back together i always always lose some tiny little piece i'm like all right well so much yeah yeah i got a couple in a big ziploc bag in the garage that i plan to try to fix at some point that i took apart so when your eyes get better (laughs) yeah yeah i'm gonna get one of those big magnifying glasses that you put on the desk where i can maybe do it a watchmaker or something um josh evans had a great question he's and your dad kind of commented on this uh when we interviewed him who has taught you the most about kayak fishing or just fishing in general and he act like you've helped teach him as as you've gone throughout your tournament fishing but if you guys did he get you coming up and then you've kind of dialed him into some the more uh quote modern techniques and things as time's going on yeah i mean it's kind of it's kind of weird me and my dad like we start off fishing after he got off work when I was in elementary school and we'd go to the pond and, you know, catch catfish and bass, just throwing like worms or hot dogs or whatever. And, uh, it was like 2016. Like I wanted to get a bass boat, like, like really bad. But I mean, obviously I didn't have too much money. How old were you in 2016? I was, I think I was, I was 14. Yeah, I was 14. Dad, I've been um, really thinking about buying a bass boat. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't I didn't have money for it, obviously. Um, my dad just, I mean, he probably, like, if we talked about it more, like, something may have happened. Uh, he would have supported me somehow. But um, we just decided it wasn't a good idea and it was too expensive. So we found this local shop um that had kayaks and you know we tried them out they were hobies got in them ended up buying two and uh my dad saw this like local kayak series called the indiana kayak anglers and fished our first ever event in 2016 and i got third and then i just started fishing more and more tournaments and my dad started to like it and 
Um, but as far as fishing wise goes, I mean, my dad like never did any tournaments before kayak fishing or did anything serious. I mean, he, I don't think he used a bait cast or anything. So it was kind of like, I like learned it and I taught him and then, I mean, he taught me a few things, but just kind of learned it all myself, I guess. And from other kayak anglers, of course. Very cool. Uh, another question from Bob is, are you guys going to lacrosse, you and your dad? I think you already mentioned you might not make that one, right? Uh, yeah, I don't I don't know if we're going to go to the Hobie one, but I will be at the Bassmaster one. Yeah, that's that's coming up, and registration is open now, correct? Uh, yes. It, it should yeah. be. Yeah, Steve usually reminds me. Yeah. <laughs> there you There's go. Friday, Friday's the cutoff. Friday's yeah. the cutoff. I don't even know what the numbers are looking like because I'm I'm out for the summer, but what are they looking like? You seem right. <laughs> buddy i'm out for like two more months yeah <laughs> i heard about that <laughs> podcast host using my i'm just using my little angel wings to fly around now <laughs> yeah. 77 uh, there's the yeah. answer okay okay well they'll get to 100 then yeah. uh this was from youtube creek crawler i was gonna ask this anyway about live scope i kind of think i saw one laying on your deck but creek crawler on youtube said jackson were there any electronics that played a big part in locating bass in that thick grass or was it just looking for gaps in the veg vegetation um not really i tried using live scope a little bit but the grass was just so thick to where it didn't really help at all so i was using i mean i was wearing my revos and you know looking around and you could actually like see where the grass topped off like but you can see it from far away too so you could almost like you know plan where you're gonna cast or where you're gonna kayak to um but yeah that's all i did was mainly looking I like it uh are you going to the susky event josh evans asked are you going to the bass susquehanna event i should be there yeah yeah all right that's gonna be my first one back i think myself so we're gonna have, to have a little have a little get together rendezvous a little gallery yeah that'll yeah. be a good one to go i'm gonna to. have to stretch my legs a little bit so <laughs> <laughs> not you, too far yeah we got nate conley in the comments canada in the house what's up nate yeah, he was Nate. Fishing, Nate was, he was catching him down there. Yeah, yeah was he was he? By me. Yeah, I talked to him a little bit. I like Nate. He's yeah, no, he he caught him pretty good. He's a good. He dude. was feeling he was feeling that one. You could tell. I, I was watching his story updates and and watching yeah. him through the week. You know, he said it felt like home out there. So he, yeah, he was getting after it. Yeah, no, he was um he was he by see. me a little bit. He was catching him. He was fishing beds too, and I think he was catching him good that way too. You could smell that smoke from Canada up there in New York, so it was feeling like yeah. home. So, feeling good. <laughs> Sorry, Nate. Hey, too soon. This is more of a comment than a question, but Jason Young on Facebook said, the greatest thing Jim has taught Jackson is how to be an incredible human. And I think that'd that's be a what, common that's thread. That's what I was thinking as he was, yeah. <laughs> as he was yeah. saying that. He might not have taught you much about fishing, but he he's taught you yeah. about what's important in life. No, he has. No, I'm very grateful for him to you know mentor me and teach me over the years. Um, Jason's actually, um, Indiana kayak anglers. He's the guy who, uh, came up with that series and, uh, ran it and everything. It's still going on, but I mean, he's a big part of everything too. And him helping me with my charity tournament banners. I mean, he does all that. He, I mean, he's a good dude all around. Does he dude. get a percentage of your winnings for basically <laughs> launching your career? <laughs> <laughs> Is there some sort of management fee associated with that? I don't know. <laughs> are you still allowed to fish with those guys, or do they say you're a pro now and you can't fish there anymore? <laughs> I, I honestly, I haven't fished the IKA event, and it's 
I don't remember the last one I even fished with them. Uh, it's just like it's, my schedule has just been so crazy. And last year, obviously, I didn't really kayak fish. Well, and um, you're not really home. Like being at school yeah, in Tennessee, exactly. it's not like you're there to, to fish a whole lot either. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I want to fish one before I go back to school. I think I'll be able to. Um, but yeah, they usually have like, they have quite a few anglers sign up, like 60 to 100. So that's awesome. Those are good, good numbers. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you about your future, man. I know you, you told us what your major is in your degree, you know, marketing business degree. Yeah. But what, what do you plan on trying to do in, in the fishing world in the future? Are you trying to, are you going to try to make a push in the opens on the bass boat side on the, on the F, ML? I was going to say FLW, but the MLF side over there, or is that in your sights? Yeah. Um, I've been thinking about this kind of a lot lately. Um, what I've like really want to do is kayak fish, obviously. And I think, you know, if you be consistent enough, the money can be there. And I'm, if like you work with sponsors and everything, I'd really like to work with a few companies and help them out. And I think down the road, like my mid twenties, I think I'll end up getting um, a bass boat, another, another one. I'm selling my one right now, but uh, a smaller one, like an 18 or 19 footer and do the opens and try to qualify for the elites i mean it's going to take some time to really get used to fishing out of a bass boat even though i have quite a bit but like on a regular basis i guess um but yeah that would that would be really cool but i want to i'll still be kayak fishing as long as i can i think as we see it you know progress and, and you see more sponsors take notice of these things and you know i mean i saw the ike live crew sharing you you know winning the thing like obviously the bash U deal is bringing more eyes like we have to continue to push that on yeah. the you know affiliation side with the pros but also on on the sponsor side that's where you're going to make your money like, i mean it doesn't matter what we do with with kayak fishing tournaments if you yeah. look at pro bass guys right now they're not making a living off of <laughs> Right. I mean, it's cool to win a big tournament every now and then, but that is not what's, you know, putting, putting fuel in the truck and paying their mortgage. So right. I think something like what Bailey's doing, I think is a great example of, you know, getting into the industry, you're working in the industry and you're still able to competitively fish and put out content and kind of tie the whole thing together. I think yeah. that's a great example yeah, of no, what you can do. Yeah, him and Nolan Miner, he's doing that too. They're both. I mean, I'd like to do that too. That's uh, they've got it for sure. You just got to have fun with it. That's the trick. Yep, yep. Joe Mack on YouTube said, "Down is down the road in his mid twenties with a laugh." Emoji. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Often that he's old talking age. About, I'm remembering when I could jump and not hurt myself. That was <laughs> oh, back, <laughs> way back, back in my mid thirties. Back in my mid thirties, I was hell on them. You know. <laughs> Uh, tell us uh so you mentioned it earlier uh about getting some help with your charity let's talk about your charity for a few minutes before we get off here yeah so that's actually it's funny we bring it up i'm actually i'm doing something different this year i'm going with fish and chaos and i'm going to be releasing a midsummer charity tournament tomorrow oh wow and so surprise yeah i try to um <laughs> Try to get some people signed up for that, and then I will have my big one at the end of the year again. So it's going to 
hopefully we'll raise a bunch of money this year for, you know, charities. And it's still going to be the top six people that choose where that money goes to. And obviously there's going to be a lot of cool prizes. So it's kind of a unique format in that it's not to benefit anything specific. So as you're fishing the tournament, you're kind of fishing for the charity of your choice for those of you that aren't familiar. Yeah. And I mean, even I've had some people like ask me like, uh, for instance, so last year there was a guy who finished in the top six and one of his uh, family friends like were in the hospital, um, super sick. And so he actually donated that money to them, like a GoFundMe. Yeah. And I mean, obviously it was like save JT fun, um, all that. Uh, so yeah, awesome. and, I mean, you're basically fishing for what you want to fish for. That's great. That's great. Uh, Joe Mack made a comment about we need the the oars and the minor brothers to take us to the next level regarding payouts and sponsors. And I tell you this, I don't know that anyone's gone from kayak to the bat. We've got the bass boat guys coming back to kayak fishing, right? But has anyone made the leap from PKA up into the, into the opens of the elites and, and been successful yet? I don't know that anyone's done that. I don't think they've been successful, but they made the leap. Yeah. Yeah. Jump in Jim Clark. We're just waiting on him to hit the opens. He got out of the kayak. <laughs> he still ain't catching shit out of a bass boat. So we're yeah. waiting. We need Jackson <laughs> to break the, uh, the glass ceiling or the plastic ceiling as it were. We need you to break that Jackson. Yeah, that would be, it would be cool for sure. I think Ewing's got a, if Ewing put his heart to it, I think he'd got a really, really good yeah, spot. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be one of y'all from the Carson yeah. Newman squad. Obviously, Nolan too. Yeah, is Nolan that I, he's going down that road eventually, right? Yeah, yeah, he did fish the opens, I believe, and obviously he fished in college, made the college bracket. Um, so he, I mean, he's insane. He's a really good angler. Yeah, good stuff. Good stuff from you guys, man. So pumped that you pulled off this victory. I know Ryan can be happier for you. The whole nation can be happier for you. Yeah, no, I appreciate. It. Yeah, Ryan texted me midday and gave me some support and some motivation. Um, it worked. I'm it, glad I was right, man. It, yeah, <laughs> I was sweating when I saw, yeah, I saw you, you were, call. You I was like, man, come on. I waited till the tournament was over to text him. I was like, you called, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Blink twice if you called, please. Thank you. <laughs> but no, it was pretty crazy. I feel like everything was just meant to happen the way it did. So. Always is, brother. Always yeah. is. Yeah. All right, buddy. Well, we'll let you slide out of here and we'll wrap things up. But congrats once again. I'm sure we'll have you on here before long because these things seem to come in bunches. So ride that, <laughs> yeah. ride that momentum. Yep. Awesome. No, I appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for having me on. Yes, sir. All right. See you, Jax. All right. There we go. Jackson or everybody. Good, Good kid. kid. Good kid. Gets it done. Gets it done. Ryan? Yes. I think I know what wrong with that video. Can I try to play it again? Should I try to do it I again? saw you. So I did. <laughs> I saw you cue back up our KBN silent film, but yes, I, I would try love. It. I would there's love. A, there's to a little see box you. that you have to check that says share screen audio when you share the screen, and I didn't do it. Hey, let's let's shoot our shot here, man. Let's send it off with a so bang it, or yeah. complete silence. Yeah, if it's silence again, we're done. We'll do the giveaway. But if not, if it's enjoy. silence, we're just turning. We're turning the show. <laughs> this may be the last episode. <laughs> so oh, we'll good old two hundred. So, yeah. We'll be able to still talk. So if it's silent, tell me, and we'll just scrap it and I'll upload it. But here we go. We're gonna try it again, everyone. Here we go. Can you hear it, Ryan? Yes. Yes. The old school intro. Let me right, maximize my screen. Y'all? First night of KBN after hours. Why do I sound like that? Shane and Ryan coming at you.
uh, we'll start our own open forum where people can talk about whatever they want to and, and not really have to live in that fear of, you know, if, yes. if you express an opinion, uh, you get banned for it. So that's really grown into what we have today. And I think it's a good thing. We Well, you know, uh, this thing all kind of. That was our first guest, Ryan. Out, Richard. I, guess. You know, I love it. As the Bella Vista results were getting posted. I, I think maybe, you know, to be representing Team USA, you know, like Hobie does. The Where Hobie was I? So you were just, I liked your screen, your little uh, thumbnail there. So I put that from, in there. From okay. winning tournaments. It's my favorite picture Christine's ever posted. Whoa. Yeah. Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to KBN Live. We've got uh, below me there, Ryan Lambert. And I am. Did you say below you? Ryan Lambert, below me in the screen, son. And we've got. uh, Below. Below on the screen. That's it. Not in any piece. He defended himself. And And I love that. Defended himself on what? The guy made 30 spam-ass posts, man. That ain't defending yourself. That's you crying for attention. That's not a defense. A little piece of skin right at the top of their mouth, and it's just barely... Had to slide DJ in. That looks a lot doing the same thing. The song maker. Had to put him in there. Oh, yeah. That's that's what Pillman's talking about. It's just a different feeling in the air. You know what I mean? You know, just just like like Spider-Man and Batman. you you got to have characters in every aspect of life. South river anglers in the country are going to be in this room. And I didn't have the fish to get in here on day one, so I thought, man, I'm just going to grab the jackhammer and go wide dick open and see what happens. <laughs> mid 90s, and I thought BDH. Time, all I needed probably was mid 90s to potentially win or at least have that top three for sure. So appreciate everybody that signs up early. Uh, Kate Fields is like the first person to get in every event. Appreciate Kate. Um, and then, like you said, Ryan signed up like three days earlier than he normally would. Guillermo was like two weeks earlier. Mm-hmm. Jeff got in there. I mean, it's been, it's been special. You know, come game day, it was horrible. I was hungover. <laughs> I, ate a bunch, I, I ate a bunch of edibles the night before, so I was, I was, I was feeling weird. Uh, you know, it's just like, uh, I'm on the water. It took me two hours for me to get my shit together. <laughs> I miss Josh. Oh, my gosh. I miss Josh. Oh, that's a... Yeah, it is hard to win at any level you fish. I don't care if you're fishing grassroots federation level, regionally, nationally, in a bass boat, in a kayak, in a john boat. It is hard to win. Out in the last couple months, so here comes JT. He's coming right now. Maybe the best thing we've ever done on here, Ryan. It is by far the best thing we've ever done on here. He's off the bat, right? The legend himself, JT. Man, still going strong, still going strong. Get him, JT. Hey, buddy. What I want to know, what it you know, we talked about kind of flexing on him. We're putting the pros on here, you know, had to do it. See, another question from this was early on. We had the YouTube legends on. We haven't really gone back to that. What platform we need to Instagram, Facebook, etc. Should a future influence his daughter just started a channel called Finfluencer? So go find her, but. What platform should she focus on? That's going to be pretty awesome. <laughs> but these guys, they're all fishing topwater right now. I'm kind of watching them while I'm cruising. I over. feel like, can you cast a couple times? This feels like KFL, except people are watching it. <laughs> Fred. I don't know if Fred is a human or Fred the turkey is going to talk to us, but there he is. What in the world? That's quite a gobbler. Wrong on down the road. I have no problem coming on the next week. And this was like a great episode with him and Armando. I'm bad on that. I talked to so-and-so, whatever. But I, I tend to shoot from the hip. And 
But I think it's very important in this day and time. We see it with like mainstream media and different things. Like everybody's got an agenda, right? So I think it's very cool that I can go to Armando and hear exactly Amen. what he thinks. I can go to you guys and hear exactly what you think. And then I can form my own opinion about it, right? Who do you think would win <laughs> in a street fight between <laughs> you and Brian the Carpenter? Years. I still have a hard time. This was epic right here. Letting the anglers, the kayak anglers, go off at 530 when they get light out there in the dark. I know they have a little light on their on their boats. Little light. No, no fear at him. He planted that boat right up on the dock, and I shoved him in. He threw this Alabama haymaker from (laughs) I don't know where the other side of you fought as slow as I'll get out and take it. He balled up like a turtle. I was when the police rolled up, when the police rolled up, I was whooping his ass. Uh, Lean back into her. The braids started making that, uh, as I call the song of my people. <laughs> that Damn. Here we go. Thing, you know, like they're 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 after the hunt, you know, trying to get shot a leg there. So <laughs> that's, that's what I kind of equated it to, you know, because like, as I said, I've caught fish like that. Oh. What's up, everybody? Yeah, there we go. There we go, Ryan. (laughs) I can honestly say I don't remember half that. Yeah. (laughs) So finally got the sound up. I hope you enjoyed that, Ryan. I hope everybody else enjoyed it. No, that was worth it. That was worth it. Yeah. We've come a long ways, wouldn't you say, my friend? And somehow, out of all that mess, we've changed the world. (laughs) We've changed the kayak world for the worse or better depends you ask but oh my here we are so it's been a wild ride good time still having a good time we've got a little little better digs now (laughs) trying to give back trying to give you some prizes for putting up with our crap but pretty much still the same same old stuff yeah so if if you guys are watching tonight or if you're checking this out later we appreciate y'all because we wouldn't have kept doing it if y'all weren't there with us making it funny and fun in the comments and and mixing it up with us so it's been a it's been a great ride i hope we can keep on doing it. it's fun there were so many one-liners in that <laughs> that little segment there wow yeah. yeah josh smith i miss josh in the dark waters man he's over there doing ninja stuff dude but... he's like choking people to death now he went from yeah. eating too many edibles and and throwing up off the side of the kayak to jujitsu and people yeah and i think i could make one of those videos that was like two hours long with all the one-liners and, and clips but i tried oh, to throw sure some of the good ones in there and, and have fun with it. So yeah, appreciate everyone that's watched. Appreciate all the sponsors we've had in the past. All the ones we had now. It's been awesome. Love it. Love it. Awesome. But Hey, you know what? We got to do a giveaway tonight, Ryan. I yep. believe. Are you giving away the actual hat that's on your head or are we doing? Um, Is... I really don't want to do that, but I would. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> I would. I'll sign it and send it to somebody. Or... There you go. Just get it. That's yeah, a joke. Right. Jeff loves yeah, his yeah. hat. It's he just got oh, it like two weeks ago. Yeah. So Let's do the, uh, what do you think? Dugout in the comments to win? Hashtag dugout. Start collecting Johnny, comments. Here we go. Johnny said somewhat respectable now. Don't put us in that category, Johnny. We are not respectable. Yeah, yeah. So we'll do hashtag dugout in the comments to win. I'll put it in the comments so you see it. We'll start collecting them right now. For a shot I saw Josh hat. Hawks earlier. He, he pre-guessed the hashtag dugout and threw it in there like 30 minutes ago. My man, smart. Johnny. So we're getting a bunch of dugouts in there. That was a fun show tonight, man. It was cool to see 
see young jacks uh pull it off you think he'll ride that momentum and get another forever like you feel because you hear his name so much and he's always in the top three i feel like in in you know a good bit of tournaments his fair share it's it's hard to believe that people are that consistent i mean jordan marshall's another example in the hobie series like you hear marshall's name constantly but checking that box man it's hard it's hard to win one it's hard to win two especially well a few years back Maybe it was pre-COVID, hell, I don't know. But Jackson, when he made that run at the national championship and you were blowing it up, we were hyping it up. We're like, he's going to get it done. He's going to get it done. And we've been waiting ever since then. Like, it's going to happen soon. It's going to happen soon. And, and he finally and he did it. And he did it. And he did it. After Jim did it. That's my favorite part. That's my favorite part is that we saw that. And you know how bad Jackson wants to win one. You saw his dad win one who didn't. I mean, not saying Jim didn't want to win, but – I think Jim would have much rather seen Jackson get his first win, and then Jax turns right back around and, and gets it done. Yep. That's awesome. 10 out of 10 would recommend. Yes, sir. There we go. We've got all right the entries. Got plenty of entries. I'm going to hit draw. Here we go. Bob's He's getting a caps the... lock, caps lock off. He's getting getting all over it. Yeah. Appreciate y'all tonight. Bunch of good questions, good comments. Damn, I saw Johnny's name again. <laughs> I know. Rob, Rob Stevens on YouTube. All right, let's go, Either Rob. Winner, Rob. Way to go, my man. So, Rob, uh, slide into one of our DMs over there, and we'll get it figured out how to get you the hat, or just send an email to kayakbassnation at gmail.com if you don't have the Facebooks, and we'll fix you yep. up over there. Thank you all for tuning in. Thanks to our sponsors. Run to the dugout. We have all kinds. of. They've got some new shirts online. They are constantly getting the hottest baits in. The Berkeley Cole Shads, we posted those the other day. Get signed up for this Bassmaster event on lacrosse. Deadline Friday. Do not forget. And uh, let's – you want to do this again next week? Yeah, we'll do it again next Monday. I don't know who, I have, who we'll have yet, but I'm sure it'll be good. It'll be great, whoever it is. So there you go. <laughs> See y'all. Later.